1: Sources, inside sources, inside sources, where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Headlines continue to focus on Russia's invasion of Ukraine and what is going to happen over the next several weeks before winter fully sets in. Russia is clearly on the attack, and now they clearly seem to be on the at- attack and are not alone. Iran and Iranian drones, of course, have been used in recent attacks on the capital city of Kiev. What does it all mean, and what does it mean for Iran? What does it mean for the U.S.? Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day. Think again. So as the headlines have been reporting, the kamikaze drones that we know Iran has been providing to Russia uh, are now also getting uh, Iranian assistance on the ground. It's believed that there are uh, troops who are expert in that, so sort of technical support and guidance training uh, is happening. And what does that all mean? What does it mean for the U.S.? How does it uh, further stall any hopes of uh, anything moving forward on the nuclear agreement with Iran? Uh, Those are all things that we've got to get to and understand uh, The important thing in the short term is these kamikaze drones are being used to target and destroy Ukrainian energy infrastructure. Again, all of these things leading up, we've been saying for several weeks now, you've got to watch closely uh, moving into winter. Uh, Both sides are going to try to gain advantage before things kind of get bogged down. Uh, Many Western countries uh, have responded to these Iranian drones being used by Russia with sanctions uh, on Iran and uh, the U.S. of course has been part of that. So I want to dig into this just a little bit to get some perspective in terms of what it looks like, what is happening, what do we know for sure? Obviously, details are hard to come by, uh, specifics are hard to get. Pentagon press secretary Pat Ryder uh, responded to the denial from both Russia and Iran uh, that the drones were u- the drones being used in Ukraine are Iranian. Uh, he did this during a press conference.
2: We know that these drones are from Iran. You know, as you as you look at some of the pop public comments that have come from Iran, I think as evidenced by the drones themselves, as evidenced by the fact that they continue to export terror, as I mentioned, not only uh, in the Middle East region, but in Ukraine. Uh, it's good. Uh, it's obvious that they're uh, lying and uh, and so again, the secretary has spoken uh, recently to The Ukrainian minister of defense, he's spoken to uh, our partners and our allies about what it is that we can continue to do to support Ukraine uh, in areas like air defense. Uh, We'll continue to have those conversations, not only on air defense, but what other capabilities the Ukrainian forces need uh, in the days ahead. Uh, But again, it's just indicative of the kinds of rhetoric that you hear coming from Iran and from Russia, uh, trying to say that these are, are not Iranian drones when they clearly are.
1: And they clearly are saying these are not the drones you're looking for. They are clearly Iranian drones. Russia and Iran are both denying that. Uh, National security spokesman for the White House, John Kirby, appeared on MSNBC today just a few hours ago. He was asked about the scope of the Iranian support, uh, not only in terms of of the drones themselves, but technical and training support. Uh, Here's John Kirby's response.
0: Right now, we assess that this is technical support and training. Uh, It's a relatively small number. Uh, I I, uh, I think I'm going to leave it at that, just a relatively small number of of Iranians that are on the ground. They're in Crimea. Um, And we think that part of the reason they're there is because the initial shipment of these drones uh, led to some operator and equipment errors that the Russians were having trouble with in terms of using them uh, and being able to operate them, having some uh, system failures. Uh, And so the Iranians went ahead and and flew in some of these uh, tech support and trainers. But this is the clear evidence uh, that Iran is right now on the ground, involved, engaged in the war in Ukraine.
1: So very clearly, uh, I think the U.S. is coming out, as well as allies around the world, saying, look, there is no question that Iran is helping Russia, uh, that they do have people on the ground in Crimea. Interestingly, uh, again, something that uh, many Ukrainians feel was the start of the war back in 2014. Uh, Many Ukrainians just feel like that's when it really all began, when uh, Russia illegally annexed Crimea uh, back in 2014. And so this is an escalation of that. Uh, It's also interesting to me to to think through what that actually means for Vladimir Putin, uh, to think that in order to maintain uh, his efforts in a, a war and an invasion, that he has to turn to the Iranians for help. Uh, That were it not for these drones and for the training and support that's coming from Iran, uh, there's really nothing that the Russian army has done that has been effective uh, in terms of their objective of of taking that uh, that over. Uh, So to me, that's a really interesting component to this is the fact that Vladimir Putin has had to turn to the Iranians uh, as a key ally and partner, as someone that he needed their help. Uh, that's an interesting thing for Vladimir Putin to, uh, to uh, be thinking about uh, from a mindset, psychological standpoint, for sure. Uh, Kirby was also asked about the U.S.'s position, where the United States would be in terms of further support for Ukraine. Again, we've talked about heading into winter uh, with much of the country's energy infrastructure now under attack by many of those drone strikes.
0: We are working hard uh, with allies and partners to see what we can do uh, on the energy front uh, to support uh, Ukraine. Uh, they have been uh, weathering this uh, pretty well so far and trying to get their power back online. Uh, the majority of the country does have power, but certainly this is a concern. And we, we're, we're working uh, closely with President Zelensky and his team to see uh, what would be needed going forward as we get into a, what is likely to be a, a very cold winter here uh, for much of Ukraine.
1: Uh, very interesting. Uh, Kirby mentioned President Zelensky, uh, who said uh, yesterday that the Russian forces have destroyed about 30 percent of Ukrainians' power stations since October the 10th. Uh, so just about a, an 11 day window there that uh, a lot of that has been destroyed. That's going to be a problem moving into winter. What the U.S. does in terms of being able to help, whether that's more uh, air uh Type support of things they can do to shoot down uh, those drones and those missiles that are coming across from Russia. Uh, U.S. officials believe that Iran uh, may have deployed, again, a lot of this military uh, personnel and assistance because the Russians uh, were not familiar with the Iranian-made drones. Uh, And they were having problems, as uh, John Kirby indicated, that they were struggling to operate them efficiently or effectively. uh, And that was leading to uh, a lot of those uh, going down in places where they weren't supposed to go down. Uh, Also interesting that at at the United Nations this week, uh, the Ukraine accused Iran of violating the Security Council ban on the transfer of drones capable of flying more than 180 miles. Uh, Britain, France, and the U.S. strongly backed Ukraine's contention that the drones that Iran has been providing to Russia uh, were there in violation of this 2015 U.N. Security Council resolution uh, that endorsed uh, the nuclear deal between Iran and six uh, other nations, uh, but that this component to that agreement, again, from 2015, was that there would not be uh, any drones that could go beyond that. Clearly, the uh, Iranian drones that are being flown from uh, by Russian forces into Ukraine uh, clearly uh, extend well beyond uh, what is restricted in that agreement. Uh, and so that's really the test of, of all of this. Uh, and what will the U.S. do? How do we support Ukraine, uh, especially rolling into the winter? And what does this mean to that dynamic? One, the fact that Russia has had to turn as their only source, to go to Iran. I think that's something interesting to watch and to think again about beyond the headlines of all of this. What does the Russia-Iran connection mean? And what does it mean for the rest of us? What does it mean in terms of the Iran nuclear deal? Those are all things we're going to continue to think about beyond the headlines. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. (laughs) There's desperation and anguish.